0: The best talk on your number one talk radio station on Horizon Talk Radio. Want to be a guest on the show? Any subject? Come on. Email Andy online at journalist.com, Skype, Freedom Talk Radio 1, or visit the website horizontalkradio.wordpress.com. Welcome
1: um, It's Andy. It's Horizon Talk Radio. and um, tonight's show, we've got Aaron picture uh, and we've got author Timothy Spearman, shakespeare.com, and just Google him for his books and um, his EDU um website um description of his bio etc etc. Like to talk tonight about coronavirus and maybe 5G and but more importantly how this lockdown is affecting us all personally. Yeah you know, we're here in can't do this, can't do that, people are getting fined, there's not enough protective equipment for everyone, government says, yeah, you've got to listen to us, we're doing our best, Um, yeah, so welcome to the show, Tim and Aaron, and Tim, do you want to start with with what you think?
2: Yeah, well, what I think is, uh, this has been internationally coordinated, Um, they have their think tanks they have their secret meetings they've got the Club of Rome they've got the committee of 300 they've got the Bilderberg group they've got various Freemason fraternities they've got all kinds of secret meetings and secret talks and they have been planning this uh, for a long time um, they've been slowly and incrementally bringing it into play and agenda 21 of the UN uh, you know sustainable development program as they call it is not sustainable it's the opposite it's to not sustain us but to eliminate us they want to sustain themselves but they want us to be unsustainable they don't want us to be sustained They want us to be summarily removed from planet Earth. They want us off the planet. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. They want you gone. They want 90% of us disappeared. They want a 90% population reduction by the year 2050. Now, just to substantiate that, on a hilltop in the state of Georgia, there are the Georgia Guidestones, known as America's Stonehenge. There are 10 commandments on the Georgia Guidestones, and the first one is to lower the planet's population to 500 million in perfect harmony with nature. Now, if that's the number one commandment out of 10 commandments on the Georgia Guidestones, then these unholy Writ commandments are basically a travesty and a complete reversal of God's Ten Commandments. They are clearly Luciferian. They are clearly Satanic. This is clearly a malevolent agenda, and they want to get rid of humanity. What's going to be left? Anyone who's beholden to Lucifer. Uh, Anyone who's beholden to the fallen angel? Anyone who worships the beast, anyone who's in league with the Antichrist. So, yeah, a lot of people don't like, you know, Judeo-Christian tradition. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to know. They don't want to look at the Bible. They don't want to see what's in it. They don't want anything to do with it. Fine. Fine. But if you don't read it, you don't know what's coming. And uh, frankly, they don't want you to, which is why they've created the prejudice towards the Jewish and Christian religions that they have. Because they don't want us reading the Bible anymore. They don't want people to be wised up and they don't want people to know what's coming. Well, if you want to know what's coming, you might think to read it. (laughs) It tells you. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Revelation 13. The mark of the beast maybe you should take some time out and read it because that's what's coming and they're orchestrating a food shortage here in canada we have the most abundant food supply on the planet but they're sabotaging it onions and other produce are rotting in the fields they're encouraging the farmers with financial incentives to dump their milk They are systematically destroying the food supply. You've got a blockade of trains in Canada that the natives have been uh, convinced is for the purpose of blocking an oil pipeline through their protests and demonstrations. But it's been orchestrated so that they're blocking the trains from shipping the grain to the flour mills in Ontario so that they can make, bread and other products for the population. So systematically, step by step, they're sabotaging the food supply. People will be begging on their knees for the vaccine and for the microchip. That's what they want. Oh, if you want some food, you better sign up for your vaccine and you better get your microchip. And if you don't, sorry, you'll have to stay in quarantine. And if you'd like your family to eat you better sign up for the vaccine and the microchip. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. who oh, do I get some food? Oh, thank you, thank you. It's so transparently obvious, and I just see these people that are supposed to be thinking sentient human beings as a bunch of cattle going to the slaughter willingly, compliantly, and happily. What can you say about a population that's supposed to be intelligent and does this? I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: So back to the coronavirus. I mean, that was the second step, really, what I was going (laughs) to ask. The first step was, what do you think of the coronavirus? And was it an accident in Wuhan? Is it anything to do with what people claim um, on the 5G technology now? On the 5G technology stroke um, Wuhan stroke coronavirus, um, a whistleblower from Vodafone UK, I've got his video. um, It didn't give his name because it was basically leaked by him to someone. Then it went viral. And, of course, then the media came in, said, no, no, all this is rubbish. Don't believe in scaremongering and and, and the... um, um, people that, uh, what they, you know that word anyway, I've forgotten it. Um, but anyway, Wuhan had the first 5G mast. Um, don't know when that was actually put up for 5G, but that was put up last year, I believe maybe the year before. But they had the first one. And all the capital cities, they've got a high death toll in the world such as New York and Wuhan and London and um, all the other ones, Uh, they've got a a big 5G mask. Is it a coincidence? Was it planned? Who knows? But, you know, the coronavirus, to me, you know, I don't associate that personally with 5G. I'm only sort of reeling out what what I've understood from it all. All I know is this 5G... um, from research and from listening to people other than um, non, you know, non-media mainstream, they actually think it was a managed event. Um, some of them think it may have been an accident, managed accident with or without five G. I don't know what your thoughts on that,
2: Aaron. What do you think, buddy? Well, I was.
0: I was speaking. Well, I wasn't speaking, but I, I've been speaking to a few people about it, and uh, most of them think it could well be five G, because in a latest statement that which I read earlier on, they were all talking about uh, that bats can't give out. Animals in general can't give out coronavirus.
2: Hmm.
0: But well, then I, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah.
2: Well, um, there was a, a a doctor that gave a, a lecture and I shared the link with your father and uh, he was suggesting that the 1918 Spanish flu uh, coincided with the technological implementation of the telegraph. And for the first time, we became exposed to a high-energy electrical grid that the population had never been exposed to, and we had an allergic reaction to this increase in electrical energy fields on the planet, and it caused us to produce viruses in order to expel the toxin from our bodies. And so this pandemic occurred known as the 1918 Spanish flu, and it was really a response to a drastic environmental change in which toxic levels in the body had reached a point where the body had to produce these viruses internally in order to flush out and expel the toxins from the body well this is a revolutionary way of looking at viruses normally we perceive them as being prokaryote or eukaryote type of uh, organism the prokaryote type of organism that enters the body and it's an invading antigen a foreign body that attacks the body from outside so it's a totally different conception to imagine that the body's actually producing these internally so as to expel toxins from the body but I defer to the good doctor because being a expert in his field I suppose he's able to make uh, some groundbreaking discoveries and share them with the public and so good for him if it's true um. So, here we have a new level of technology being introduced, 5G, and the population is once more exposed to uh, an upgrade in the electrical grid and the population is unused to it and Can't tolerate it, so it's producing viruses so that they can expel the toxins from their bodies. Well, maybe Uh, it it could well be the case. Um, Certainly, I would say that whenever you're putting the body under increased stress. You're weakening the immune system and preventing it from responding to normal flu bugs and other types of, you know, uh, 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 um, other types of antigen type uh, threats to the body. You're weakening the immune response. So I don't think it helps, put it that way, uh, but I think that the virus itself, my, my personal view, is that what happened in Wuhan was a lab-related uh, study that was jointly held by the United States and China, and I believe that The story is that the Chinese did not feel that the American team was being careful enough and so they commandeered and took control of the lab uh, work and unfortunately there was an accident and it uh, escaped and it started to impact the population. I think it was a joint operation, and I think the Chinese were set up. These types of, uh, these types of operations happen with the American uh, government agencies all the time. They have terrorist operations where they commandeer uh, people and co-opt them into a terrorist um, plot and then they set the person up as a patsy and have them blamed for the terrorist plot when actually the Department of Defense or Homeland Security or the FBI or some government agency has set up the plot to begin with, and then they've just blamed some poor Muslim dupe for a terrorist event which they themselves coordinated, and it's... the purpose of advancing their fascist agenda, the New World Order agenda. And if they can do that with, you know, normal terrorist events like bombings and uh, other acts of sabotage, then why can't they do the same with the release of a terrorist uh, spawned uh, pandemic threat? It's it's an act of terror as well, and this time they've set the Chinese up. They did this quite often. I mean, Lee Harvey Oswald took uh, some—he defected to the Soviet Union and learned Russian, and ostensibly he gave Air Force secrets to the Russians, which ended up creating— it was actually part of the counterintelligence operation and it actually threw a lot of uh, sabotage uh, into the Russian um, sphere. I don't exactly know how that works, but they caused explosions and all kinds of sabotage in Russia with the secrets that he disclosed and shared with the Russian government so it was an act of sabotage and at the same time he was being set up so that people would believe that he was a communist agent and that he was uh working with the Cubans and there was a communist plot involved and so he was he was uh taking uh He was taking his ideology to the next level by taking out a president uh, and somehow being a subversive force against the American government and taking matters into his own hands and operating as a lone assassin. So basically he was being set up as a Uh, in, in a sheep dipping operation as they call it and what he called himself was a patsy i'm a patsy and that's exactly right he was set up to take the blame and to have the assassination of john f kennedy pinned on him but why i tell this story is because when he gave these Air Force secrets to the Russians, it was a sabotage campaign, which led to a series of, of um, accidents and explosions when uh, technology was sh- shared and implemented uh, on the Russian side. So they do this type of thing all the time. They, they, they set people up. They set other governments up. They they end up in uh, these counterintelligence operations that are staged by U.S. government agencies with the express purpose of creating an act of terror and seeing that that act of terror is blamed on some foreign agent or foreign dupe, when in fact they themselves have coordinated, planned it, and set it up. Bill Gates is into this really thick, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is a fraud, and he's a fraud, and they are frauds. And far from doing good philanthropic work as he is portrayed as doing he's a eugenicist a genocidal monster he's uh, wanted in India for causing all kinds of harm to the population there with his vaccine programs I think if he were to visit India today he'd probably be arrested he is connected with the U.S. bioweapons program, and when he had that Conficker virus uh, spread throughout Microsoft-compatible uh, computers, the the ones that had his programs in them, and they became infected. That was a an analog for uh bioweapon to see how successful it would be and to see how many computers would be infected as an analog for unleashing a pathogen in the human population to see how far its infection rate would spread. It was called the Conficker virus and what is Microsoft company does is that they plant these viruses Out there and they get in your computer gets infected with them and then immediately you have a Microsoft alert come onto your computer saying download this antiviral program and purge your computer of this virus well I mean they're making money hand over fist they create the problem it causes a reaction in your computer and then they provide the solution how convenient They're making money all the time, and then when you purchase that program and download it and purge your computer of the virus, they've, in the process, seeded another virus, which is like a time bomb, which will go off in your computer a few months down the road, and you'll have another alert come on, and they'll encourage you to buy more antiviral uh, software, and on and on it goes. Well, this is how their vaccines work as well. So when they tell you that this vaccine will prevent HPV, well, of course, it's not. It's going to give you what it claims it's going to protect you from. So guaranteed, those women were going to develop cancer of the uterus and guaranteed they're also going to be sterile. And so studies have been conducted on women that have received the HPV vaccine in the UK, and what do you find? There's a high cancer incident rate, and a good portion of them are infertile, can't have children. Yeah, on that, on that? Yes. Uh,
1: so on that point about the... The vaccines and the women, Uh, my good friend I've known many years from Liberty Beacon, um, Christina England, she's a journalist, researcher on vaccines. She's got two children of her own, now 20-odd, 24, 25, I don't know the proper ages, but the children um, had vaccines years ago. Um, By the biological family, she turned into a foster carer and she is 1 million percent anti-vaccines. When she started out this um, journalist stuff and informing the public, I think there's probably six or seven vaccines um, you know, per child, but now, I don't know the number, but there's double or treble that now, and she said about the coronavirus, if everybody gets a vaccine because of that, um, and they're going to do it so quickly, then, you know, you might as well, uh, you know, just jump off a roof now or run into a car because you're going to be dead um, anyway. And, you know, OK, you know, we'll let's give it a bit of slack. You know, some people have the flu jag and they never get the flu. You, you always get the flu, by the way, because I had the flu jag a couple of times just to test it out. You always get the flu when you have the first flu jag. Um, and you always get something, you know, measles jag. You always get the measles and so on. I, You know, that that is a fact. But how can a vaccination solve a global epidemic? I mean, what happened in 1918 with the Spanish flu? Everyone just died. Um, there was no jag. Going back onto the 5G element, and you mentioned the point with technology in the early 1900s or whatever it was. Apparently, when the radio signals came out, then something else came out, then Sky came out with satellite. Every time some new technology came out, uh, people did suffer. But this 5G... I'm actually not wanting personally to link 5G with coronavirus. But whatever happens, whether 5G's real or coronavirus is real, somebody's going to die, and we haven't got that chance in hell. And um, we'll, we'll give Aaron a chance in a minute. Um, my also point is, we're being controlled. I don't mind putting my hand up to law and saying, yes, sir. I'll do as I'm told, as long as it's for a good reason. And at the moment, we've only been in lockdown in the UK for three weeks. I'm going to put my hand up and say, yes, sir, no problem. But they're talking in code. And I did have this article that I've lost. But they are talking in code. Um, It's something to do with G in in encoding and the number five. I mean, it's nothing to do with 5G. But um, maybe it's numerology or some other code. I was just reading it and I've lost it. But anyway, they're talking in code um, that we're going to be in this lockdown. That means no liberty or nothing for at least until August, September. Now, I've told my wife and the kids, Aaron in particular, it'll be late May, early June, but I know deep down we're not going to be able to do anything as a family until at least August, September. Now, that is bad, that is, and I, I don't mind social distancing as long as you let let, let you travel places, but I hope I'm wrong uh, about coronavirus. What do you think, Aaron, if you had to spend until September in lockdown?
0: I, I actually think it's ridiculous. Uh, I know we've had three weeks already, and it it seems that with China, when, I, when I've done my research, they started theirs off in December and they've lasted three months. So they do say it will last three months. Now, we've obviously had, we started in the beginning of March, which should take us up to June. But then they're talking about it lasting for a whole year. The Daily Mail have said it's going to last for a year. The Telegraph have said it's going to last till July, August. And then everybody else has been going on that social distancing is going to last until October. And then, but then again, I was speaking to my girlfriend the other night and she was saying that it's actually ruining many, many relationships because obviously social distancing as well, it's a pain. It's an absolute pain because every weekend I used to, every second weekend, uh, I used to go to Fort William the her, and it was fine. And then I used to obviously every month, I used to go up to see Dad up in Cerzo, but Without doing
2: that, you just
1: feel very lonely. Yeah, absolutely. And um, back on the five G thing, <laughs> I don't know who did it, but God bless them. At least twenty UK phone masts um, over false five G coronavirus claims. It states uh, that have been you know vandalised. Twenty major <laughs> UK phone masks have been vandalised. Now, cutting the two aside, my friend and person that's been on the internet with me um last couple of years, not not very long, but Mark Steele, he went into court of law because they said he was crazy. And the judge, and after that, the appeal, the judges, all said he had a point of view and because of his vast experience, they weren't going to send him a jail or give him any penalty for what he believed in. And, and he is a key UK campaigner on 5G Mark Steel, So that's got something to say when judges, you know, we don't trust all of them, but certain judges have said that, and Gateshead Council and Newcastle Council. I mean, a lot of these places say, We've not got no 5G masks. But then you look on Vodafone and EE and, and all the other telephone operators and they say, yes, it's in your city now. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's who do you believe? And, you know, what's, what's the coronavirus doing to the taxpayer? At the moment, nothing, because you can't work. You know, you've been given 80%, like you said, Tim, of your wage, because the rest is tax and insurance. Um, but you know there's people on on benefits self-employed, they're the people who are suffering the most because self-employed people, although they've been given that amount of money too, they're actually not able to make ends meet and I think today on the daily conference about the coronavirus, so many thousands, I mean big thousands, a couple of hundred thousand people they did a, a survey these food banks and said 200,000 people in the last three weeks all over the country said they knew a family member in their family that was hungry Yeah. Well, so, I'm,
2: I'm sorry to say brother but they're going to be a lot more hungry people because they're sabotaging the food supply and uh, I knew that they were going to do this and I've I've talked about it for over 10 years, how they were going to make the population completely subservient and compliant by orchestrating a fake famine. And then they would insist that because there is this pandemic threat, they would put people in quarantine and insist that the only people that would be released from quarantine were those who received the vaccine, and if you didn't receive the vaccine, you would have to stay in quarantine, and since the food uh, shortage would have been orchestrated simultaneously they would say that there's really not enough food to go around so priority will be given to those who have been vaccinated and have received their microchip to show that their vaccine records are up to date so we are being bullied we are being treated like cattle we are being systematically culled we are In the process of having a massive population reduction, we've had all of our freedoms taken away, and please don't let me hear the word democracy because it doesn't exist. Don't even pretend. You can't pretend anymore. You're fascists, that's all. And you've orchestrated this on a global scale, and it's too well coordinated. And you've tried to make it seem like each nation has had its own individual response. No, it hasn't they're all beholden to the same system i call it the system of the beast the system of the antichrist the system of lucifer the system of satan whatever people think that this is an old-fashioned notion really well then why were we warned about the mark of the beast two thousand years ago and how everyone would have to receive the mark of the beast or you wouldn't be able to buy or sell you're doing it now you're implementing it now the population is too blind to see it it's so transparently obvious what you fascists are doing so transparently obvious you would have to be utterly blind not to see what's happening and I believe that a good portion of the population is in psychological denial because they're just too horrified to believe that this could actually happen it is happening it is happening now Sabotage more five G towers. And while you're at it, you might pull a guy Fox. You might try pulling a guy Fox. Don't wait for Guy Fox Day. Do it now.
1: <laughs> what are you like, you rebel? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um I don't mean to put fear into people, of course I don't, and and I'm sure you don't, but um, it's hard for people to understand, really, and um, we knew, you know, for being on the Ryan Talk Radio, I don't know how long ago that was, that something like this may happen one day, and we used to keep blaming the government for this, that, and the other, but the key element of what we always talked about over the years was they're trying to create a one-world... We won't call it a new world order. Well, I won't call it a new world order, but a one-world government where if you put enough fear into people... um, In fact, I call it a social experiment that's going their way at the moment. It's not social distancing at all. It might even be ethnic cleansing of any race, not just black or Muslim, but any race... It's a way of testing people to see how you react in a crisis. So that's why they put the graphs up every day in the UK, how the coronavirus is affecting people. And they're doing it around the world. And I I I mean, that is one way of looking at it. The only way I'll be convinced that this isn't something untoward will be, you know, if UK follows the rest of the world... And stops the lockdown when the scientific evidence they keep saying that—shows that they can do. At the moment, sources close to me um, say so September, October, which isn't bad. But bloody hell, that was from March. That is, uh, you know, if you're disabled or you know a family that's trying to get back together after being years in care, or, or whatever the situation is that is a lifetime of yeah the kids left us in 2006 only in the last 2 years have we been closer and just yeah you know, that next year or several months could ruin everything for all of us i mean oh, i have never word on that one it's terrible what's going on yeah i
0: agree uh, i know One girl, actually, well, I'm friends with one girl who's been in care for a very young age, same as me, and uh, she's just seen her dad now, and it's been 9, 10, 15... No, 9, 10, 11 years. Uh, And she has literally just seen her dad now, and it's had to stop because of this. And she keeps messaging me day in, day out, saying, do you think he's still going to talk to me even though... Because, obviously, she... She doesn't talk to him any other way because social work won't let him. So it's got to be face-to-face contact. So she thinks that obviously something could happen to her dad and stuff. And obviously she can't see him anymore. And it is a, it, it can, and I think it is going to ruin families. I know from listening to the news earlier on that China has started its second wave of coronavirus, supposedly. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh but then if that's their second case, which means we're going to get a second case, which means it's going to be even longer into next year, which it's damaging for relationships and it's definitely damaging for families who, like Dad just said there, about families getting back together after so long. Yeah. I, I just, to be honest, I don't, I don't like lockdown. I, I really think that what I think they should have done is families living in different homes should still be able to see each other. Now I know you know you might obviously get catch it that way, but I still think that kids, young adults, need to see their parents whether they live with them or not. And I I think it's something that needs to be it needs to be done because I I keep going on to social work about going to see mum, going to see dad, because it's. I know, like I've lost a lot of years from obviously being in care and wasn't allowed speaking to him and dad, and stuff like that. But now that I'm at the point where we're closer than ever before, if we continue with this lockdown until October, November, September, whatever it is, then that's going to ruin. It's going to ruin us. I, I, I'm not saying it will ruin us, but it's going to make it worse to ruin
1: us, and I don't want that. Well, well actually, um, Tim, and I'll let you comment. Technically,
0: no, is that the right word?
1: The law states that if you've got children living in another home... So let's give you a scenario here for the listeners. Mum is in Thursday with herself and the dogs, but Dad lives... Um, let's say in Fort William. So Aaron and Kirsty in Inverness, because it's like 100 miles apart roughly between every house, Aaron and Kirsty would be allowed to go from Fort William to Inverness, uh, Inverness, Fort William, Inverness, Furzo, and back again. Um, but because you've got your own house and you meet other people within it um, because of being in a residential college, for example, or you've got a care of, in Kirsty's case, then you can't go and see your mum and dad. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But if you're estranged with your wife or husband, you can, you know, go and see your children.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, <clears throat> I know a few people who aren't in care, and... Uh, one, one boy that was saying yesterday that his mum lives away down in England uh, and his dad, obviously he lives with his dad, and his dad took them down to England to go see the mum and they got sent back by police as soon as they got to the border. Uh, and I, I just think that, what's the point in that? I mean, obviously, <clears throat> family, they're obviously not living together because for me if i wasn't where i am now and i was say on my own somewhere where i'm going to be hopefully moving after this is all finished then i would still go up to the mum and dad see them and then come back but obviously keep the social distancing but it's it's a pain it's a pain in the backside
1: absolutely um tim
2: boat uh you know uh i can tolerate the solitude and i talk to my daughter on the phone and um i feel uh you know satisfied with that i've got a long distance uh relationship my fiance is over in the philippines uh we enjoy talking to each other every day and I have a house that I've bought over there and I've invested in a life over there that I may never enjoy because I may be in down until the day I die, um, which may be soon because they're out to eliminate a good portion of the population. They're going to uh, cut off the food supply. They're going to make the population desperate. They're going to force vaccinate us. Vaccines are going to make us sick, and uh, there's going to be suffering on this planet. Um, uh, Call it the tribulation, call it what you want, it's here, it's now, it's the the absolute uh, fulfillment of biblical prophecy, and anyone who can't see it is, I guess, in denial. It's so plainly obvious what's happening, and... They're going to force vaccinate us and they're going to force the microchip on us because Bill Gates is already pushing for it. Saying that this population needs to be under constant surveillance. There needs to be a database. They need to track people who are infected. Uh, There's apps on phones in China now and the government knows where you live. They can say you're infected and come and take you away, and it could be just because their social credit system has identified you as a threat to the government. Oh, okay. How, well, are by you, the way. how are you going to prove that someone's not died of the coronavirus but actually just died in custody because the officials killed them or tortured them to death or gave them some poison to, to end their life? Uh, Guess what? What?
1: The biggest thing, you've probably read about it, um, but it was only yesterday. Apple and Google, I mean, that is massive and big if you think about it, in technology. They've teamed up to do um, an app where they can find out who's got the coronavirus and who hasn't, and they can literally around the world Uh, Do some, you know, like you were just saying. So if Google and Apple team up, that's a big consortium of personal information.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll say you've got it, but you don't have it. It's just that you are not part of their desired population, maybe because you're anti-government or you're anti-them. That's it. That's your death sentence right there. Oh, I'm sorry, but he died of the COVID-19 virus. No. They took you in and saw that you were eliminated. That's all.
1: Well, if I die, I want to die on the job. I mean, (laughs) I want to die in bed with my wife having sweet Love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's just, you've got to make light heart of this. And um, if anyone's listening, by the way, um, just give us an email online at journalist.com. If you want to join the show or have a different point of view, you may want to um, talk about something totally different. We're normally on podbean.com. Download the app. Um Yeah, search for Horizon Talk Radio. You can find us also by searching Google. Horizon Talk Radio 1, the 24-hour 7 podcast um, live stream on TuneIn Radio and Internet Radio UK. So, yeah, that's just the housekeeping out of the way. Um, Do you want to sort of close uh, shortly with... Tell us first, Tim, and then we'll ask Aaron what's so what are you doing these days with book you know a book update a play update what you know at least the good thing about writers and authors and radio people you know they spend most of the time in in the home anyway so what's your next projects
2: yeah well i'm uh finishing my book uh which is supposed to come out soon and um I don't know if anyone's going to be buying books when they want to just save money for uh, their more essential needs. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, put it on the internet for free and have it bandied around and have people read it that way. I mean, I've never made money off my books in my entire life, so why start now? Just share the information and I might actually suggest that um, instead of trying to sell it, because no one's going to buy it, especially now. Um, and it's it's really sad, too, because it's a great book, and uh, years and years of research went into it. It's my magnum opus. It's called Shakespeare's Codex, All the World Staged and We Are Merely Played. My play about Shakespeare, my, sorry, my Feature film about Shakespeare is on hold because uh, everything's on hold. Um, so, you know, uh, what this has done is it's basically ruined all kinds of people's careers, ruined all kinds of people's lives around the planet, and a cabal of Luciferians have orchestrated this. Yeah, they worship the devil and people say, "Oh, well, that's just superstition. There is no devil." People, it doesn't matter whether there is or there isn't. They believe in evil. They venerate evil. They worship evil and they do evil. I don't care whether you believe in the devil or not. It doesn't matter they do. And there's a lot of power in belief, because it makes you do wicked things, like sacrificing children in satanic rituals to steal their life force and the adrenal chrome, which is something that they benefit from terms of their life force, which is strong in virgin children. They conduct these satanic ritual sacrifices around the planet. Okay, you don't believe it. Well, I've got a the most skeptical woman on the planet, my cousin, who's a therapist, and she says that she's interviewed people that are psychologically harmed and uh, in in therapy with her because they were victims of satanic ritual abuse if this woman believes that satanic ritual abuse exists then it must exist because trust me she's the most narrow-minded conservative and closed-minded person you will ever meet this cousin of mine she's Interviewed the people she believes it she's convinced it exists So Around the planet they're doing evil in all kinds of ways Whether the devil exists or not doesn't matter a damn The fact is they believe it and they do it they commit evil Lots of it and What they could do to the population as a whole is utterly devastating. And if you don't think that they would do it or could do it, look at what you have now. Today, 7.5 billion people under lockdown, under house arrest. How did that happen? And you actually thought you were living in a democracy. Please. You never have. And you never will unless you get rid of these people. They have to go. You ask the native uh, First Nations people here in Canada if they believe Canada's a democracy, and they'll say, what? You stole our land, you put us on reserves, and you deny us human rights even to this day, and you want to ask me that question? Do I live in a democracy? (laughs) They'll laugh at you. And they're right. Well, guess what? They're not the only victims now. Everyone's a victim. Everyone. And you still believe you live in a democracy. Yeah, go back to sleep.
1: Absolutely. Um, I did have another point. And I've, <laughs> it's kind of slipped my mind. But um, any final... F- Thoughts for you, Alan, and then I'll get my thoughts before we close the show.
0: Well, just for me, uh, I hope it finishes quickly. That's my thought. Uh, basically, all I've, all I've been doing is sitting around listening to music. I uh, started reading a book because I got really, really bored. Uh, so I bought myself a Bluetooth speaker, so still play music. there's not an awful lot you can do, uh, especially where I am. Uh, Obviously, I can't leave. I can go outside for fresh air and and go and check the lambs and the goats here. Uh, But that's all I can do. I can't go out places, so we have to get food delivered. And delivery up here is an absolute shambles at the minute. It's every two weeks, and it's it's an absolute shambles. I was supposed to be playing cricket this year, uh, this month, actually, the end of this month. I got a phone call just before this whole lockdown came in and uh, said, would I like to play for a different team, which was closer to where I am. And I said, yes, let's go for it. Just get a new challenge under my belt, try and win a trophy because they won their first uh, last year. But we can't even play cricket this year. So I'm really stuck, really bored. Uh, I want to go and see dad and mum, but I can't do that until this is all over.
1: And Tim... um just an update with Aaron before I close. Um, he's recently passed his driving test, and for two months, I well maybe less than that, tried to convince him to, um, you know, always take someone with you when you pass your test. You know, try and hire cars or drive our car for a little bit. He ended up getting his own car quickly and. And we had a race about four weeks ago um, between here and where he lives. And although you're not supposed to race in cars and all that, but it was quite fun to see that it it matured enough to drive a car properly, you know, because he's, he's been learning for a couple of years and spent a lot of his own money um, learning so he can visit his girlfriend and other things that he needs. But, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. We never do, do we? So, um, I keep saying, "Mm," because I keep forgetting what I was saying. But what I want to do, um, (laughs) I've done it again. That must be a disability. (laughs) Yeah, what I want to do, um, I want to give the government a chance. And I think I'd be bad if I didn't. So they've had from March 23rd, that's not long, you know. Um, I'm I'm willing to give them to the middle to the end of May Uh, and then I've got a plan for being naughty and making the world well not at least the world but the world we live in understand and sort of wake them up and I suggest uh, what I told you on on the Skype about banners I think that will work big time I won't go into banners but to date, I've got 60 people around the UK willing to do the banner idea and I think that'd be good. But the spirit of it is in good nature, you know. We're still saying stay indoors and protect the NHS, but the middle f- our, um, suggestion is, you know, but we'll, we'll give them the chance first before we stir up naughty times. Because Oliver Cromwell... Hence Andy Peacher. Always does naughty things. We stopped the M twenty five motorway about four years ago. I've still got that video on YouTube, so yeah. May the revolution begin.
2: <laughs> Good. Awesome. Another English revolution.
1: I'll stop the recording and and we'll have you back again, Tim and Aaron. and, and thank you for the coming to the show, but um, I'll be there in a minute, remember the email it's online at You're Jonas listening to the
0: Andy Peter Show on Horizon Talk, Talk. Talk. Here, Horizon Talk Radio